Soul Soul Simmers, I'm Gabrielle. And I'm Javelle. And welcome to the first episode of Messing Around, the mini-sode where today we're going to be reading you some Sims fan fiction. You. I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm scared. I I didn't like read all of them all the way through, so I'm like, oh, me what neither. is this going to say? I skimmed. I skimmed. <laughs> yeah, Let me tell I you, know. we are going to hear some offensive stuff yes. today. We did want to give a disclaimer. Do you want to talk about it a little bit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so a lot of them are written very badly. And I just want to say, like, I'm going to assume that all of these are made by children and not that they are, like, um, fuck, what's the word? Like, non-English speaking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to assume that they're non-English speaking people who have nobody wants it. to make fun of that. Yeah, I don't want to make fun of anyone that's, like, doing their best to write something. But you know? children? But I will make fun of a child. Game. <laughs> <laughs> any day fuck them kids learning a language is hard you know how many times i failed spanish four times i think i failed spanish to <clears throat> the first semester twice we're not ones to make fun of people who <laughs> yes. can't speak a language please don't make we fun of people for yeah, trying no, that's not okay um but children fuck them <laughs> fuck them kids yeah exactly okay <laughs> who should go first you go first you're so excited i can see it in your eyes yes okay i just want to get to my crowning glory at the end but um yeah. first i'm gonna read you one that's just a little bit longer i'm gonna warm you up okay okay Ooh. this is called the view is pleasant chapter one by new crest view it had been a nice day when michael bachelor died <laughs> <laughs> cold <laughs> okay it had been a nice day when michael bachelor died it was the first warm day of spring birds were chirping and trees and flowers began to bloom the chill of the previous season before had left the air. It was a beautiful and a normal day. It was strange to Dina, Michael's widow. People were supposed to die on dreary days. Her parents passed away on an awfully rainy day in a car accident. Michael died of a heart attack. He had been home alone. Dina found him too late. It wouldn't have mattered, the doctor told her. Even if you were there, you would never have been able to save him. His heart just gave out. I have a question. Yes. Is any of this... Is any of this what they say happened in the game? No. <laughs> okay. I, I believe, was like, is this canon? <laughs> I believe that this person was writing lore for The Sims 4 that followed The Sims 2 storylines, kind of, because it's like an oh. alternate reality. Oh, so okay. I forgot to explain that. Oh, okay. Okay. I was like, they can't just do this to me. Okay. 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 I'll come back in with this like really sincere doctor here okay go on go on listen to how sincere this doctor is it wouldn't have mattered (laughs) even if you were there you would never have been able to save him his heart just gave out dina played the part of the grieving widow not that it was hard considering she always dressed in her signature black she felt as though she could always be in mourning wearing her favorite shade come with me michael said to her move with me to newcrest and i promise i will give you and your sister everything you have dreamed of Michael Bachelor was much older than Dina, but handsome and experienced. He was wealthy, the heir of Brindleton Bay Bachelor fortune. Dina had met him at a seedy bar in San Myshuno. He convinced Dina her, and her sister to move in with him to Newcrest, a town 50 miles outside of Brindleton Bay. He had family there, a sister, and her wealthy husband. They could start a happy and a quiet life together. Dina was five minutes older than Nina. In spite of being twins, the girls looked nothing alike save for their emerald green eyes. Dina had long blonde hair, 
while Nina's hair was a rich red. They were a team, though, and they did everything together. Nina was Dina's partner in crime. The two girls, who were orphaned at a young age, longed for more than the, what the world had already given them. They only had each other, but they could use their beauty to gain a better life. Dina was determined that Michael Bachelor was her meal ticket. Dina was focused on wealth and security, while Nina focused on beauty and her own lustful desires. Mm, I love that. <laughs> If Dina could support Nina, then she could focus solely on herself. Newcrest was going to bring both girls what they wanted most. Dina had married Michael Bachelor in an elopement ceremony in the Newcrest courthouse after six months of dating. Michael wooed Dina with promises of a rich and fulfilling life. He quickly moved Dina and Nina into a condo he owned at the edge of town. Dina remembered being unimpressed with the almost bare two-bedroom condo. She had expected more from a wealthy bachelor, but it did beat their di dingy apartment in San Mayashuno. Michael told her that he preferred to live small and to save. Dina knew eventually that she would convince him to upgrade, but this would have to work for now. It wasn't all bad, though. Nina was enamored with the handsome stranger next door. His name was Don Lothario, and Don was just as smitten with Nina as she was with him. Nina did not even seem to care that he was engaged. After all, it felt like a farce to her. There was an issue, though, an issue that Dina was not made aware of until her husband had died. Michael was almost bankrupt, and his motivations to move back to Newcrest were in hopes of garnishing support from his sister Bella and her husband Mortimer Goff. The Bachelors had once been one of the richest families, but Michael had squandered it. Reflecting back, Dina stood alone in the graveyard. She made an effort a few times a month to visit her late husband, despite the betrayal she felt from him. She had cared for him. Next to her sister, he had been her only friend for a while. She may not have been in love with him, but she had genuinely treasured him. His death had brought a great sadness that was unable to pinpoint, and it was not just because he had died almost broke. She believed that she may have truly missed his companionship. I just wanted to say, this is doing a really good job as painting Dina as a fucking sociopath. Yeah, truly. I love it. What an icon. I'm almost done. Okay. No, 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 no. I'm enthralled. <laughs> also, I wanted to say one thing. Yeah. I don't think they're twins, are they? I don't think so. Okay, okay. Dina did know that this lesson in betrayal by her deceased husband did teach her that she can only count on one person. Herself. Little though did Michael or Dina know that Michael's death would be the first in long string of deaths that would haunt Newcrest over the next few years. Perhaps, if he had known, he would have had a second thoughts of moving back and bringing the Caliente sisters with him. The end. Bum bum bum! Wow. So what'd you think of that one? Honestly, I feel like it was so professionally done. I wanted to start off with one that wasn't too crazy. Because yeah, I, yeah. Because, like, all of mine for the next few episodes are crazy. Okay. So okay. I just wanted to showcase a good Sims writer first. Yeah, no, that was really good. Okay, I'm going <laughs> to... I'm going to start by reading one that I actually did read that was making, it was, it's really good. <laughs> okay. Uh, the look on your face has me like so scared. <laughs> this is the first one that I read and it's honestly just like so good. There are 13 chapters, but each chapter is like, I think this one is like seven lines. Okay. Um, so I'll probably read like half of it and then we'll get part two <laughs> next time. If you if you like it. So this is called Life is Messy by Empv... It's E-M-P-V. Okay. Chapter one. Herbert woke up from his bed in his room. The sun was shining through the window. The birds were singing. It was a brand new day. He heard his door open. It was his mom, Zoe. 
She was bringing him breakfast. Hey, honey, said Zoe. She handed Herbert his breakfast. It was toast and eggs. Another day, right? Said Zoe. <laughs> yep. Another day, right? That's it. Like, not another good, great morning. Like, just another day, right? This is a pattern. Okay, okay, <laughs> go ahead. I just wanted to uh, to clarify. Okay, another day, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. It's not going to be like with you and dad, just my sister and stepdad, said Herbert. I know, Herbie. You wish that me and your father were still together, but we did not love each other, said Zoe. as She hugged Herbert and kissed him on the forehead. But time to start the day, said Zoe. She released Herbert from her arms. I'll go wake up Molly and Mark, said Herbert, as he ran out of the room, leaving Zoe all by herself. <laughs> Chapter 2. Wake up, Molly. Herbert slowly went into his sister Molly's room and hopped on her bed. He shook her awake. Wake up, Molly, shouted Herbert right into Molly's ear. Just like so intense. He's like, wake up! He's like jumping on her bed, physically shaking her body, yelling into her ear. She's like a child, first of all. Um, Do we know how old Herbert is? Is he a teen? I'm guessing he's probably like 13-ish. Okay. From his actions. Okay. And I'm guessing that Molly is probably six-ish or something. Okay. Molly woke up. I'm awake, big brother, blurted Molly to him with a giggle. Herbert let out a smile. <laughs> so, ready for another day? <laughs> you bet I am, shouted Molly. She got out of bed and walked out of her room. Like, who just gets up and, like, leaves their room? Like, I got shit to Sims? do in my room first. I, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Yeah, I guess this has nothing to do with The Sims, but it's just a really, like, it is in a Sims fanfiction thing, so no, I don't really cool. know. No, it's cool. I got some stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, Herbert giggled. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Why is he just saying that to himself? <laughs> she laughed. Yeah. It has nothing to do with what yeah. she said. She said, you bet I am, left her room, and then he laughed and goes, yeah. Herbert knows that later at school, everyone going to ask him, how is your parents' divorce going? <laughs> oh, I feel bad for this child because I feel like their parents are going through some stuff. Not Herbert, but the child writing this clearly is going through something. You know what's really funny is in sixth grade, I had to write a book and I wrote a book about abusive parents. And now I'm like, I bet my teacher thought I had abusive parents. Uh, okay. Because it was so, like, real. So, fun story. This one time, I... Let me explain. I'm a horror writer, okay? <laughs> yes. I've been into horror writing since horror. I was a really little kid, and I wrote this story once about, um, like, a kid who, like, gets picked on at school and then kills his whole family of, like, 11 people, and, like, I got called to the office and had to talk to a counselor, and they, like, I they, like wanted to call my like parents and shit. Either. Well, we'll talk about it. I was like, it's a later. story! <laughs> it's just a story! I know, right? I got in trouble for painting a rose with a snake wrapped around it. <laughs> Jamal's over here making motorcycle tattoos and they're like, go to the office. I know. Okay, you ready for chapter three? Oh, I'm so oh, wait. ready. Also, your parents got divorced. Yeah. Did everyone at school ask all the time? The kids were like, divorce. how's your parents' divorce? I can't. Okay, Herbert knows that later at school, everyone going to ask him, how is your parents' divorce going? Chapter three. <laughs> <School>. <laughs> Herbert arrived at school. He was prepared for like a million of eyes to staring at him. He felt nervous and frightened. 
While everyone was staring at him, he knew that his best friend, Elizabeth, would never make him uncomfortable. Herbert and Elizabeth have always been best friends since they were in third grade. They have always had each other's back ever since. Hey, Herbert, said Elizabeth softly. Hey, Elizabeth, said Herbert. They high-five each other. <laughs> so how's it going? Asked Elizabeth. They started walking together. Well, okay, I guess, answered Herbert. Hey, listen, Herbert. I know having divorced parents is rough, but you got to learn how to live with it, said Elizabeth. <laughs> Elizabeth's like, get the fuck over your parents' divorce, Herbert. Herbert. It's look, all you talk about anymore. I know. She's like, shut the fuck up. No one cares. Why do you think everyone cares? She's like, Herbert, your parents were divorced no, nine years ago. No one's looking at you. He's so delusional. <laughs> Herbert looked down to the ground, then looked at Elizabeth. You know what? Maybe you're right, said Herbert. <laughs> Yeah, said Elizabeth. As they both, as as the both of them heard the bell ring, which means it's time to go to class. Both Herbert and Elizabeth went to class. Chapter four, class. When Elizabeth and Herbert arrived at class, everybody stared at them. This made Herbert feel awkward, really awkward. He took a seat. So did Elizabeth. What if Elizabeth took his seat too? <laughs> Get it? Okay. The teacher started teaching the class. Everybody turned away from them and back on the teacher. Like everybody in the whole class is just turning around. God, this is like turning into it. something I would write. It's I like know. a horror story. They're about to kill him. The classroom became so quiet it made Herbert feel awkward and nervous. After class, both Herbert and Elizabeth walked out at the same time. <laughs> Why is this so... It's so scary. I know. I never want to go in there again. I feel like I was in a dark room and a bunch of eyes were staring at me, blasted Herbert. I mean, Herbert, calm down. It was class, hushed Elizabeth calmly. Yeah, well, it felt like a dark room. <laughs> I don't want to go to class anymore or to school anymore. I'd rather drop out, Herbert said loudly. There's like... There's four R's in the or. Okay, I was wondering. Good job. <laughs> he walked away, leaving Elizabeth speechless. He couldn't drop out, could he? Elizabeth was so shocked she did not know what to do. She figured she had no choice but to follow him and go talk to him. Five, you can move on. Elizabeth ran up towards Herbert. Herbert, you can't be serious, she shouted. I am being serious, he shouted out towards Elizabeth. But Herbert, you can't let your parents' divorce get the best of you, pleaded Elizabeth. Why? How many times have they argued in the past? My early childhood life always. Herbert, remembering when he was a toddler, he could hear his mom, Zoe, and his biological dad, Andrew, shout across the halls. No, it's because it's time to let it go, stated Elizabeth as she holds Herbert's hand. This made him blush. It made herself blush, too. As both of them stared into each other's eyes, Herbert now realized that it's time to move on. You're right, Elizabeth. It's time to move on, he said with a smile. Elizabeth smiled back. Good, she said. It's time to move on. Okay, we'll leave it here because chapter six is when he's in college. <clears throat> oh, perfect. Mm -hmm. Just perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm Herbert's biggest fan, but also <laughs> like, bro, go see a therapist. Yeah, he's definitely going to rely on every woman he ever dates to deal with his, yeah, with this problem. Are you ready for my next one? Oh, yeah. I'm about to introduce you to a character that we're going to get to know pretty well oh. over the next few minisodes. Okay. Because I have 
28 chapters. Oh here. boy, I'm and excited. Every chapter is a full story. This is called <laughs> Billy Was Trash. Oh, we're here. We are. <clears throat> I've been waiting for this. I discovered Billy Was Trash this morning and I didn't stop for about an hour. There's a bunch. Okay, I'm excited. This is by Paperdoll underscore Spid. Billy is trash as a teen, ran away from home, and wandered around with punks. Now when she's older and tired of all that sex, drugs, and rock and roll thing, Billy is has decided to start earning some money and live normal even with her 7th grade education. <laughs> Billy is trash on her first night in the dump lot. Only thanks to community lots, she managed to survive in the first days. Produce stall was next to her home. So she went there when she was feeling hungry or simply lonely and needed some company. Billy is waking up to go to work. Outside is raining, lightning, but she hasn't even a roof over her head. Bed which she found in a refuse dump next to the hospital. Oh, sorry. In a refuse dump next to hospital is old and uncomfortable, but at least nearly for free. Actually, there is no difference to sleep on the ground or in this bed. The only good thing is that she knows that she can go to bed and not wait until passing out on the ground. <laughs> this is so depressing. I love that this one leaves like actual Sims elements in it too. Yeah, like, exactly. On the ground. Even being homeless, she has some taste. All in one community shack is better than produce stall because here she can normally sit down and eat as a human. Richest Sims can even order something from the cafeteria. <laughs> Here is even a shower where <laughs> Billy can wash with some comfort, although she has a sink in her dump. While wa- <laughs> First of all, this feels like an episode of Cribs where she's like talking third person, <laughs> being like, Billy has a bed. Like <laughs> she's just giving a tour of her house. <laughs> no roof. <laughs> Billy is has bed. Billy is has bed. So their first name is Billy is and their last name is Trash. Now they're just calling them Billy. Oh. So I'm we've moved he... on. Oh, okay. I thought Billy is was the name. No, it's just I think that they were copying and pasting Billy is trash and then trying to erase is trash so that they have <laughs> name, honestly. Oh my god, what the fuck? Okay, we're back to she has a sink in her dump. Okay. <laughs> While washing in a real shower, nobody's looking at her behind. Only here hangs oh, no. out an old lady who likes to yell at Billy after she finishes showering. Oh, finished showering. Crazy lady. To a miracle, Roxanne Trotsky, a wealthy townie, takes up conversation with Billy. It is very strange that such a rich family hangs out in a place like this. Probably they are having some money problems. While hanging out in this shack, Billy becomes friends. Oh, here we go. With a Chinese guy <laughs> and even asks him out on a date. Only thing that she can afford to have something to remember is taking a shared photography. I guess both of them enjoyed their time in photo booth. <laughs> While Billy is eating her stinky hot dogs, other customers are ordering salmon, lobster, and other expensive and delicious things. Billy can no longer stay in a place like this anymore. It's like rich people going to eat at a homeless shelter. Like, what? I know. If they're just throwing some stuff in there, but it's just like... I have a question for you. Yeah. Do you ever use Chef's Choice on The Sims 2 when you order food? So when you go to the restaurant and you go to order food, if you choose Chef's Choice, it'll pick The Sims' favorite mm -hmm. food. But I always do that because I like to see what stupid food people like. Huh. I, I think I have used that before. 
Um, on The Sims 4, it does that, but they don't have favorite foods, so it's not Oh, really? Fun. I don't even know. Well, it go, like... you go in and it's like a random dish is the chef's choice, I Oh, think. really? In yeah. Sims 2, it's always the same but thing. You don't, but you have to go into the menu, and then it shows up highlighted and says uh... chef's choice, so. Uh, she can no longer stay in a place like this anymore because people are ordering lobster and she's eating stinky hot dogs. Are you ready? Back is it because it. the hot dogs are bad or because just she thinks hot I dogs bad? I think that they've bad. gone bad. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Being homeless is not so fun as it may appear. <laughs> yeah, it looks really fun. <laughs> yeah, I'm having a I'm blast. I'm walking to the bus stop in the morning and I'm seeing people laying in under blankets in the rain. It looks really fun for them. There is a limited amount of fun. For example, how can Billy entertain herself? She can read the same old book over and over and over again, or dream about better future. She can make airplanes on the newspaper, watch birds, and jump on bed. A lot of fun. <laughs> jump on bed. Somebody always knocks over the trash can. Then, there come roaches with the flu. Billy has become a very sick person. Billy has a new place where to sleep. She has gathered some beer boxes and found a mattress. Matrix. M A T R A C E. Matrice. Matrice. Even this is better than that old hospital bed she found. Now the springs can stab someone else's back. End of chapter one. I used to sleep with a guy who had a broken bed and there were springs sticking out in the middle and he would be like, I'll sleep on them so you don't have to. I'm not sad. <laughs> that is sad. <laughs> <laughs> at least he was willing to do that i would be like you can have this side it's more comfortable and they would never know well, was give him the bed. spring side yeah but i would be like you could have the uncomfortable side and tell him it was the comfortable side on his own bed no if it was my bed oh <laughs> i was like i think he'll know he sleeps on it every night <laughs> uh, so oh, yeah. billy was trash we, yeah yeah. yeah, I'm excited to hear more about this. Mm-hmm. I'm really worried about the Chinese friend. <laughs> I feel like this is breakfast at Tiffany's right now, where they just have that guy like being so racist Chinese, and it's like this white guy playing him. You know, honestly, Billy's trash is the breakfast at Tiffany's of our generation. <laughs> <laughs> this was written in 2008, by the way. I mean, that's part of our generation. Yeah, I just wanted to mention oh, that. Oh, okay, okay. That's about when I was writing these I things, I hope whoever I read this um, has grown. So this is a story called It's Not Easy Being Geiky. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that's a part of the title. Yeah, I didn't okay. see that before. So It's Not being Easy Being Geiky is in um, all black and bold. And then, oh, yeah, is in parentheses next to it, not bolded. Okay, thank and you. And then it says by S. Clown Z-Z-Z-Z-Z-Z. Okay. There are five Zs, but some are capitalized and some are not. <laughs> okay. Um, and this is part one of 27, although I think there's only four chapters. And this was updated in 2017, so I don't think there's going to be 23 more chapters anytime soon. Damn. And it took them seven years to make those four chapters, apparently. So, because <laughs> it started in 2010. It's like your challenge. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly like my challenge. <laughs> I get where they're coming from. Part one of 27. Oh, yeah. And the chapter's name is, aw, Geiki. His name was Chester Geiki, and he was one dorky guy. He was a knowledge sim, but he was no Geiki, yo. I think he was supposed to be a playing geek. So maybe it's supposed to be geek? Okay, I'm going to read it as geek now. Okay. I guess it's called chapter one, aw, geek. His name was Chester Geek, and he was one dorky guy. He was a knowledge sim, but he was no geek, yo. 
One day, Chester Geek decided that he needed to get revenge on all of the people who gave him terrible makeovers and tried to redo his face with plastic surgery. So he got a job as a mime. (laughs) Wait. What? Okay, sorry. Slow down. Sharp left her. We gotta slow down here. So he's how many? He's had how many makeovers? I don't know. Why is he getting plastic? I don't know if this is a like a character from the game. I don't think it is. No, def not. I think okay. Actually, I think this might be a character that another simmer made, and then that like maybe people are downloading and giving makeovers to because it kind of says something like kind of like that later on. Okay, so I'm not sure. Wow. Okay, he became a mime. Okay, yes. Uh, But... I'm catching up. (laughs) Uh, Chester Geek found out that mimes didn't get paid enough and that he didn't have a house. Wait, he didn't know he didn't have a house. He, I guess guess so, yeah. He found out that mimes didn't get paid and he also found out he didn't have a house. (laughs) (laughs) Chester Geek was upset, so he went into every single pre-made neighborhood and kicked every family out of their houses. Then he laughed and laughed. Chester Keith loves to laugh. Just kidding. He actually loves pie. Sweet, juicy pie. What? <laughs> Sorry. But anyway, where were we? Oh yeah, Chester Geek seeking his revenge. One thing that Chester didn't really keep in mind is that he was actually taking revenge on the wrong people. I mean, it's not like those other pre-made sims were really in control of whether or not he got those terrible makeovers against his will. No, there was some other driving force behind these horrific events. So it says, insert name of any teenage girl who wrote stories about Chester Geek here, and then in parentheses it says I-N-O-A-T-G-W-W-S-A-C-G-H, which stands for what they just wrote. <laughs> I don't know what I should uh-huh. say, because it just puts that in parentheses, like, it just says that every time. So instead of that, we're going to say, where I'm just going to say teenage girl. Ooh, let's pick a name. Okay. Okay. Winifred. <laughs> That's not a teenager, Joelle. In the 1940s. <laughs> What is what are teenagers named in twenty twenty one? Teens, 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 teens. <laughs> I don't know any teens. I don't know a teenager. Jessica works. Okay, it's Jessica. Okay, Jessica was sitting at her computer playing Sims Two. She had just finished taking screenshots for the Chester Geek story that she was going to publish on insert name of Sims Two related website here. <laughs> I'm so glad I gave that ugly Chester Geek a makeover, said Jessica. I mean, why would they make a character that hideous? It's not even a joke. I mean, I wasn't laughing. Looking at that ugly mug gave me nightmares for like five years, even though I've only owned that game for only one year. Maybe more, but definitely not five years. Maybe he's a character from the game that I just don't know about? Yeah, let's look this up. Okay, we have to look it up right now. Um, I think he's a Sims 2 character. Yeah. Oh, I remember him. Wait, let me see this bitch. Okay, it has now been brought to our attention that Chester Geek is a character from The Sims 2. Um, so this makes a lot more sense now. Yes. And um, we're going to move on. <laughs> we will um, post a picture of him on our Instagram. Probably. At Woohoo Podcast. Yes, at Woohoo Podcast on Instagram. Suddenly, Jessica heard the doorbell ring. What do you want? Jessica screamed at the door. She needs therapy. That's an intense response to a doorbell ringing. Get over here, replied a voice. <laughs> I would not get over there. Oh my there. god, no, I'd never like, answer I'm the door. the police. <laughs> She's like, what do you want? Get over here. <laughs> 
So Jessica slowly got out of her seat by her computer to answer the front door. She wasn't the brightest young lady, for she did not bother looking out the peephole first. If she had done so, she probably wouldn't have opened the door, and then she would have missed her chance to meet Chester Geek. It was a beautiful spring day. The birds were chirping, the plants were growing. Oh, and Chester Geek was outside seeking revenge on Jessica. But we're not going to talk about that. Oh wait, yes we are. You, Chester Geek shouted, pointing at Jessica. Why did you do this to me, huh? Did you think that I was so ugly that you had to change me and post embarrassing stories featuring unflattering pictures of me without my consent? Chester Geek paused and looked out and took out a soda. <laughs> he sipped it before continuing. I mean, how would you like it if I called you ugly, gave you a terrible makeover, and took embarrassing photos of you and posted them without your consent, huh? Would you, Jessica? Um, yeah. Could you, like, repeat that last part again? Jessica? Jessica, Chester repeated with confusion. Isn't that your name? Um, sure. Jessica, said Jessica. Stop saying Jessica, Jessica, Chester <laughs> screamed. <laughs> Who said Jessica? <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> Two hours later. No, I'm not Jessica. I'm Chester Geek. Aw, geek. Wait, what? <laughs> then a giant spaceship came from the horizon and shot laser beams at the duo, causing both of them to lose their memories. Chester and Jessica woke up on the ground. Who are you? asked Chester. Then again, who am I? I I don't know, replied Jessica. Chester and Jessica looked into each other's eyes. Want to get married? Jessica asked. Sure, said Chester. I'm not doing anything better right now. So Chester and Jessica got married, moved to a desert island, and never thought about The Sims 2. Horrible Chester geek makeover stories or the internet ever again. The end. Heart. There's four chapters. I don't know what goes on. Oh my god, the next one is called Chester Geek, the Geek Wool. <laughs> what just happened? I don't, I feel like. These are insane and I love them. No, I'm not Jessica. You're Jessica. Who's Jessica? I'm not Jessica. This literally Jessica, is comedic gold. Honestly, this is like the funniest thing. They're, I think they're very self-aware of their humor and what they're saying in this. And I think it's really funny. That was good. Great. That was really funny. And I can't wait for the geek wool. Oh my God. You better read us the geek wool. Okay. Okay, so we're going to go ahead and wrap up this mini-sode here so that we can actually keep it mini because mm-hmm. we're really bad at not talking. <laughs> we just don't shut up. Yeah. So thank you guys for listening to the first episode of Messing Around. We had a lot of fun. And yes. <laughs> hope you guys did too. If you would like to send us some of your Sims fan fiction from when you were a child. Or for, from now. Oh, or now. Yeah. <laughs> if, even if you're just good at writing Sims stories, dude, we'll read those too. Yes. Please yeah. send us something to read. You can find us on social media at Woohoo Podcast, or you can email them to us at woohooPodcast at gmail.com. I'm so excited. I really hope people send us stuff because yes, I love this. Yes, please send us stuff. Thanks for listening. Dag, dag. dag. Yeah, rocked it. <laughs>